Welcome to the campfire, the only place where friends and strangers alike sit down and tell tales in truth or fiction in exchange of my blessing of their safe travels. Allow me to relight the fire while you relax and listen. Make your mind wander about the reality we live in. The story I'm about to tell you is from a traveler named Rick the Intern. He called this experience, Get Out of Bed. Please, allow me to tell you his tale. Have you ever stayed in bed for so long after waking up that the noises beneath you? The creaking wood, for instance, take on a pattern. Depression is many things, but among those is a boot pressed against the chest. Sometimes it's tied to a particular event that's happened. Sometimes it's sourceless. You might wake up in bed with little to no leverage against that boot. Then it's oozy to get pinned. The calls come, could be a boss or a loved one, and on they go until they end. You might even begin to detect a pattern under your bed. For me, I was struggling with self-hatred. Selfishly, my addictions had caused me to become estranged from not only my wife and son, but also from others in my family. Scratch that. I was using my addictions as an excuse. I thought I only ever wanted to be the best me, but I was lying to myself. I was always chasing something beyond my reach that I didn't have the equipment for. Like I said, selfish. There was an arrest for drunk driving, a lost job, an inability to get a new one in my field because of that arrest. Me staring up at the cracked plaster of my bedroom ceiling, having a pity party, and wondering when that ceiling was just going to completely cave in. I deserved that arrest. I could have killed somebody out there. It was all my fault. It's relative, a therapist might say. The rich and the poor, the healthy and the sick, the blessed and the damned, all experience it. I wouldn't know. I can't afford therapy and healthcare is something for people with careers. I'd been lying there for hours after waking up. Heavy was the boot, and I had no resistance to it that morning. There was no struggle. I might as well have been licking the boot. Morning. Who am I kidding? It was late afternoon. I'd been lying for hours while lying to myself. Then came the pattern. It's like the creaks became scratches, coming from underneath the bed. It was like a fingernail was doing it. A lawn one. Either that or a knife. I was too scared to move much less get out of bed. Soon it began to alternate those scratches with knocks. Its rhythm aligned more with a tune than some kind of Morse code. It was folksy, but not in the way of folk music lilting out of cafes. It was harsh like a forgotten ditty wild ancients danced to in the deep, dark woods, right before they made their sacrifices. The wood, something had gotten into the wood of my bed, leaked out, and was now under it, scratching and pounding away. I heard fabric tear, recalled with a sharp intake of breath that beams were going along the underbelly. Between those beams, only a thin membrane of fabric protected the mattress. I put screws in myself and twisted. Hey, I risked. Then, louder, hey. The strange music stopped. That busker under my bed quit busking. Another half hour passed while my eyes darted around for my phone. I felt under the sheets, my arms, and legs like scared, tentative. Snakes. I didn't know where my phone was. I couldn't check the side table by the window. I'd have to get out of bed. For starters, another half hour, and then the percussions began again. It was as if that quiet before had been a planned intermission. 
When I shouted the next time, it didn't quit. Stop, I said, fear and anger, but especially fear. Twining like a double helix. Worse, they actually spoke. Whoever was under my bed sang out the same word, but it came to me thick and garbled. Like whoever it was didn't have a tongue. It repeated stop in mangled variations. Underneath my bed, it sang in anger and in glee, but especially glee. Twining around in a tortured ladder, with myself the rungs. I felt the poundings and scratchings, and now I was sure stabbings had been added in. These vibrated up through the wood in mattress and into my flesh and bone. Stop, damn you, I said. My lips quivered. It added in the new words. It added them to the song. Although it didn't know quite what to do with them, like it was a foreign language, it used them just the same. The song, the pattern, became more complex. I lay quiet under the sheets for another ten minutes or so. Quiet, vanquished, scared, alone. Alone, except for the company I had at present. It didn't stop there, though, as if it needed yet more to add in, and my paralyzed silence wasn't enough. Whoever, whatever was beneath me, it began to move out from under the bed. It was using the sideboards now, scratching them, hounding them, scraping and stabbing them. The things it wanted to do to me. Help, I screamed. I was hoping the neighbors in my apartment complex might hear. My wife and son were in the house I used to live in with them. It repeated the new word, added it to the mix, and took relish. The things it wanted to do to me danced in its tone. Now it was to the right of me its voice naked to our world. It was out from under the bed. I let myself cry, though I promised I wouldn't anymore. Tears, my tears, are usually selfish. I didn't dare turn my head to look. When it, too, made weeping noises, adding them to the totality of the song. Something inside me overwhelmed my fear. It was trying to sound like me, and in that, it sounded like my son. I recalled an instance when I couldn't get him to stop crying. I wouldn't be there the next time he did. Maybe he was better for that, but maybe not. The sheets around me were like steel. The thing at my right was practically wetting my ear with its words. I shook now when it pounded. I itched when it pierced the wood. I struggled. I ripped free, and I got the hell out of my bedroom and apartment. For the next couple of days, I stayed at a motel. I don't know what that thing looked like if it could even be seen but just as soon as I went back, it was easy to find the ruin of its reality. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Scrapes and gouges along with the sideboards of my bed. Steak knife in hand, I took a breath and glanced underneath. Flakes of wood and tufts of mattresses littered the floor. But there was a little hole, like a little note to me that something had forced its way out nearest the leg on the side of the bed I usually slept on. I've been sober for a while now. I'm not here to tell you that if you experience something like that, don't get out of bed. On the contrary, if you ever detect a pattern like that, even remotely similar, please do whatever it takes to get out of bed. We might not all be able to live as the best versions of ourselves, but if each day or week or year we can just be a little better, with some missteps along the way, that's something. 
isn't it? Now, that was the end of my tale. I hope you enjoyed yourself, listening while escaping the world you live in. That is all for today. Safe travels and a blessed day.